Hello and welcome to Let's Drone Out, the best, well, the only UK FPV podcast sponsored by the lovely people from our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Let's Drone Out. In particular, we'd like to thank these guys. Art Faulkner. Mikey Dread. Wacky Wes. David Powell. <laughs> thank you, guys. You're the best. We can edit our podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and welcome to Let's Drone Out, episode 251. Uh, this week, there are only four of us. There is me, there is Curry. Hello. There is Tony. Bonjour. And there is Jack. Because NJ has abandoned us because he's got more important things to do. And Andy has been on a editing streak for the past 40 hours and is no longer functioning uh but oh we'll be sure to see some more videos in his uh in his feed i'm sure at some point soon um i think tony's got some videos queued up to go out as well right i have sponsors. i'm sponsored by magic rock today not ready eddie this time the best drink, <laughs> the best IPA out there. Despite our very best efforts of bigging up Ready Eddie, the world's best battery, we did not receive any Ready Eddie batteries <laughs> in any shape or form. Nor, nor any emails from Ready Eddie. Nothing. Oh, no. sausage. Oh, well. Yeah, I've been sitting on a uh, video for, it's probably near on a year now, so I'm probably going to upload it Sunday evening, something like that. It's when everyone's at home. It's not this it's stuff I've done before. You can tell I've done, I uploaded a teaser video this afternoon, but I've been editing all day because it's been waning. So no flying because it's been waning. Mm. And that is uh playing like that. <laughs> Sorry, wine. <laughs> <laughs> Almost safe to talk. Hello, how are you? Oh, he's, he's here. <laughs> yes, I am here. Uh, they, the guys are talking about my socks in the, in the chat, which is always good. Um, oh, that's good. Did any of you guys watch the Drone Is Life uh, stream? I flicked on for a bit and then I had to do stuff, I so I didn't watch all of it. Apparently, um, someone special come on after, as well as Mr. Steel. Yeah, I I, I've heard rumours of Sharpooness. Oh, I know. Yes. We literally had oh, God on the show. I know. We, I, we can't even get our hosts to show up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, um, the last time I heard off him was when we said he was God, and I, I emailed it to him, and then he messaged, he emailed me back. And uh, that, was, that was a while ago, but I don't know, man. I could never, he's like the last, the last person I've, you know, I like was that was on my old hit list. Oh, we got someone very important, and we're going to talk about some drone stuff. Apparently, 
I wouldn't say important. Good evening, guys. How are you doing? I'd like to point out what he made me do. I don't think he made you do. I thought you were bored and was going insane. He was, and he was there. He was whipping me. He was like, yep, yeah, shot collar. That looks nice, was, Jack. What is it? Look at that. Look at the little soldiery ballies. Look at that. Is that. Does that do anything for you, Tony? I know those red nuts excite your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Yeah, there was no uh, cattle prods involved. I just, uh, Jack was on, we were having a chat and he was saying, oh, make do, building something. So I said, oh, no. have you got a spare five inch frame? And I said, yeah, I have. And I've got, so sent in the stuff and uh, bless him, he's been sending me pictures. I have built a quad for ages. So I'm, I'm kind of living vicariously through his videos and images. So uh, thank you, Jack, for building that. So it seems to be going all right, doesn't it? Yeah, I've, I've really missed it. I just wish I had all the parts. I, I, I need to have a bit of a dig around. But, yeah, it was it was nice to put something together and fiddle start, fiddle around with it and, you know, get the multimeter out and try not to blow it up. It was, but, just, it was probably just nice you talking to your ex-mate again. I know, yeah. <laughs> now, that I'm trying to prove that I'm useful. You're trying to win him back. <laughs> Yeah, but obviously no one's as useful as Frank, unfortunately. Oh, well, Frank just has to flick his ear about the place a bit and it's all over. I know. Yeah, That's it, go. yeah. <laughs> Running up the hit mountain, dipping it in a waterfall. <laughs> so it <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, yeah, it was. It was really good fun. I mean, um, I should have done a bit of stream. The thing is, doing that is it takes, uh, it takes so much longer. It takes like three times as long to do anything and like whenever i seem to do them i always like run into problems so i do feel a bit jinxed by them you know, so, problems aren't a bad thing though are they jack because the thing is if you bump into them and you and you kind of explain how to fix it you know there's hundreds of other guys and girls in exactly the same boat are going to hit it yeah but, uh, but now it, it uh i must admit it's been it's been a fun one i'm just looking at everyone's hair on the stream just seeing how everyone's coping with lockdown obviously frank you've just kind of just you've just gone full hair bear for it yeah you're okay area than me i know i haven't seen you with really long hair like that before that's impressive so what's that about three months yeah <laughs> Looking good. I was like, it was. I, I was literally going to get my hair cut as lockdown started. Like that that was when I was going to go. So fantastic. Well Curry, uh, you're you're looking very very um, sorted. Mine's still uh, back. It's it's like the reverse comb over. Instead of trying to get a bald person to bring all their hair forward, all my hair is sort of pushed back. It's it's really long actually. My wife keeps offering to cut it. And I say no because I don't want my hair cut like that. Uh, so okay. I'm just waiting out. It is. I know. I know your lovely wife's been cutting your hair for you, and it looks the same. So she's obviously doing a good job there. I must admit that the first time she did it, she took like the very smallest amount off, and and she was being very careful. And then then about the fourth time she did it, she just was like, oh, "I'm going for it." Um, and I did say, well, if it goes really bad, I'll just do a number two for the whole thing and just wear a hat for the videos. It'll be fine. But actually, yeah, I, I, I could save a fortune when this is all over. How are you doing, Tony? You're looking good, brother. 
Thank you. Good. Thank you very much. I obviously cut my own hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's been this short since I was 21. Do you, do you fancy flying this when I'm done? Me? Yeah, I'll have a go. Yeah. You know, like when we were friends and we used to like hang out and do stuff. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking you've about it. You've lost quite a lot of friends lately. What's going what's, on, Jack? What's it missing, Jack? It looks fairly complete from where I'm sitting, but I can't see BTX. the whole thing. BTX. Yeah. Tony's on it. I, uh, what do you mean, lost a lot of friends? Time to get your, your line of sight skills up then. Yeah. 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 Enthusiasm washes everyone away. Yeah. Oh, I know. I definitely go and try it with you. Wait, we can we can put the new beta flight 420 on, which I've heard I'm hearing some good stuff about at the moment. Very, very mad. It had four one on there, so it was pretty up to date. And right. type C connector. <laughs> Zero it's just donated. Thank you very much, Zero. Oh, Someone light you, something, Zero. please. Jack, can you light something? Sorry to interrupt everyone. We have to do this every time someone donates. It's very kind of you. Thank you, Zero. You get a shout out. Cheers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to go horribly wrong one day. It's going to set fire to the hair. Yeah. The haircut with fire. <laughs> Jack's desperately trying to come up with new things to do. If you're listening to, on uh, the podcast, Jack is uh, at the moment licking a firework <laughs> and has burned his tongue. <laughs> Thank you. That was really hot. I've burnt the end of my tongue. <laughs> well, you have just licked a live firework, Jack. You can't. You can't tell me that was a surprise. No, it was a little bit. Can you speaking check of, the... Oh, sorry, carry on. Sorry, just going to say, speaking of surprises, uh, Andrew slash Frank, I believe, uh, well, it was your birthday at the weekend. So again, happy belated birthday wishes for that, brother. Was um, it 23, 24? It's the uh, well, last year of my 20s. <laughs> oh. Don't worry about it. Uh, you know what? The 30s and 40s are actually fab as well, brother. Don't let anyone fool you. Uh, I've got to say that. I'm, I've been told. But um, I believe you tried to go out flying and it didn't quite work out for you. You ah. went for a kind of a birthday fly. What was all that about? Oh, uh, yeah. So on Monday, uh, I took a day off and uh, went to my local flying field, which is only two and a half hours walk away. Uh, so <laughs> oh, Okay. So... so uh, a, a quick round the corner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I tested everything beforehand and everything okay. was working fine. And then got to the field. And this was the, uh, I was trying it last week, the, my bicopter wing combination thing with thrust vectoring on the, the twin motors on the back yeah. of the wing. Yeah, well, that looks really and, good. Uh, plan was to just, Fly it as a wing, uh, using the elevons to get up to you know a good few mistakes high. Switch over to thrust vectoring and see how it kind of reacted and make sure uh, that whole system actually worked before kind of setting up a flight controller or doing anything else with it. Just make sure does it actually have any 
control in all the axes? Is it relatively stable? Is there too much slop in the system? Uh, does it just wobble about and you know, give it loads of problems just from uh, the mechanism, all that kind of stuff? Uh, can it land without smashing itself to pieces? All those kinds of things. Um, just kind of minimum level of just the receiver, send it up as a wing, fly it, done. Got got there, plugged in the battery, set it all up, got it going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the battery police are about to kick somebody's door down. Yeah. Um, got a Fraser to... to Chuck it off so that I could, because we were a bit dubious about how much, uh, how well this was going to fly, because it was quite, it is quite heavy. Uh, so, like, I'll just keep both hands on the sticks just because we don't know what it's going to do. Well, ready to give it a chuck, but it, it just spiraled out. I'm like, oh, that's, that's a bit weird. I'll try that again. And it spirals the same way. Oh, that's weird. And then I, I put it down and just full throttled it and didn't touch anything else. And then the left-hand motor died after fractions of a minute. That was the video you sent me, wasn't it? Where that, it was indeed. Yeah, okay. So what's happening with that motor? Is it just desyncing or is it I ESC? No, I, I haven't quite got to the bottom of it yet. Uh, but I do have another two of those ESCs and another two of those motors because mm, I was so ripping it off an old quad. So I've got four of each. Um, so I will be able to work it out at some point. But for now, it's still sat on the ground where I dumped it. <laughs> on Monday evening. Uh, Can we have a regular weekly update on, on how that build's going, mate? Because I'm actually really interested in that because you're doing something really w wacky, which I love the idea of. Mm -hmm. I mean, weekly might be pushing it. I mean, considering that I started, I, I, I've i got this, because like, I, I was talking to uh, David Vinstall about it when I first was thinking about it because I know, you know, he's he's got the, Another uh, friend he nicked. <laughs> and uh, he actually gave me the the files for the his um, tilt mechanism uh, back before he had opened up all the files on his website. So before he shut his shop down. So that's that's kind of how long this has been right. simmering away that's for wild. is before is when when RC Explorer was still going. Um, it's so, before the yeah. world went mental. Yeah, oh, far beyond then. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, I'll, I'll probably get around to having another look at it this weekend and pulling all the heat shrink off and actually seeing what's going on. I suspect, because it was on the ET160, so I, the motor wires are really short, so I so there's these kind of solder joints where I've extended the wires that are where the tilt mechanism is moving the motor, Mm -hmm. I suspect that probably over the course of either just in the testing and wheeling them back and forth or in the, as I was walking with it and having it on the, on my backpack, I suspect it's probably fatigue cracked. Um, what, one or more. Because the thing is, it, it, 
the way it's stopping doesn't look like one because i mean the, all of the people listening to the podcast will know that if you have one of the three phases of a motor give up you tend to just get like stuttering uh mm. the motor's just stopping cold isn't it, it look, it's uh but definitely worthwhile checking I'm, yeah, I'm, just fasc- I, I'm just fascinated to see you fly this thing because I, I would love to build one once you've once you figured it all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and I've also, uh, I also showed you recently some screenshots or pictures of, uh, I was scanning the nose of the mini AR wing because uh, I was twiddling my thumbs in the office and we've got some 3D scanning equipment and I had to go uh, just... Ah, there's a thing that I might want at some point. Um, so I've stuck up on Thingiverse, so you can go Thingiverse, Frank Strudel, or just probably search Mini AR Wing Nose. I've put up that I haven't spent time tidying it up, but I just kind of put the scan up and a couple of very quick clicking a couple of buttons. What can I do with this to make this something that I might want to print? So. Uh, if anyone wanted to play around with a scan of the nose of the mini AR wing, then that should be up on Thingiverse somewhere. Have got Jack's face still on there, or is that...? <laughs> I haven't put Jack's face up on Thingiverse, no. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> not, you may murder me. We I want can. a new scan of Jack's head so it looks more like Jack, so I can abuse it in my game. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Got some good questions on the comments, actually. Um, one was about um, from Mr. Shady saying the battle system that was used uh, in the Channel 4 Battle of Britain mm-hmm. stuff. Was that ever released? Did you ever hear anything more about that, Frank? Uh, so there is a guy somewhere who has released <laughs> the, the FPV combat system. Uh, but it's been a long while since I heard anything about it, but Mm. At least there have been some pre-production ones made and sold. Uh, so, so for those of you that don't know, is it worthwhile talking about what it is, actually, in case, no, because not, not a lot of people saw the um, Battle of Britain stuff, I think. Hmm. So it's a little kind of OSD board with um, a signal input, uh, so a PWM input, and a couple of infrared uh, LEDs and the infrared receivers. Um, and so you fly around, you've got some crosshairs in your FPV feed, and then uh, you, know, you find someone else that's flying with another one of these systems, and then you hit your trigger on your radio. That's the PWM signal that goes into it. It starts flashing out your code over the uh, infrared LEDs, and... The person who's in your crosshairs, their receive their infrared receivers pick up that code and then go, ah, I've been hit, and then you lose life and you it, it eventually, uh, when you lose all your health points, then you end up with some issues of either it does something to your throttle or something else as well. It, it can do, um, but yeah, so Have that we- is. We had this stuff rigged up for this that thing. I mean, you were doing it with um, smoke bombs underneath. It's basically an infrared gun system for air-to-air combat is what it is, and it's kind of a little self-contained thing. But Frank was lashing up um, in the middle of fields, uh, you know, kind of stripping wire with his teeth. Uh, I kid you not, 
putting smoke bombs underneath planes. And when the plane was hit, the smoke bomb would go off. And it looked amazing. It was absolutely fantastic. But it's just that was two years ago. And um, I'm I'm surprised that it hasn't come out as a as a thing. Because I would I was actually flying um Monday this week. I was doing some chase footage with my friend. Uh, and again, it was one of those situations where I would love for us to have, you know, to be able to actually do virtual dogfighting like this with real RC, play- well, wings as it was. Um, so I'm, I'm just a bit gutted that you still can't buy it. So who knows? Yeah, I've just uh, posted a, a link to another YouTube channel um, who of the guys who are actually building this PCB. I love it. Have you flown um, the new the Beta Flight 420 yet? 4.20 whatever it is no not yet i'm planning to it looks really good everything everything yeah. i've heard about it says it's fab um i know i keep looking and thinking do i put one of my quads on it it's got um i've got the the, the f the freestyle bit i like on it i think it what, what is it called what did they call it the um mid throttle idle is it have you heard about that Something like that, it's yeah. More hang time, I think, when you when you're freestyling mid for a while, it puts you obviously puts your motors down to a really slow speed at mid throttle, obviously. Yeah, I mean, the the challenge is Tony, though, isn't it? Is that it, it, you want to put it on a half decent frame in order to test it properly, but all mm. you don't you don't want to risk one of your half decent builds <laughs> in case no. something goes horrible and you and you end up with it smashed to pieces. It's that. It's almost like you want to keep a quad as your for testing. Um, for testing. But the problem is, is that those quads that I always have, I always end up upgrading them, or I'll get a flight controller in and I'll think, oh, what? I know, I'll put it in here, and I end up making a nice one again. So, uh, how, how do you guys handle that, Curry? I mean, what are you? Are you one of those people that does a lot of the beta flight stuff as it comes out, or are you like me that tends to wait until it's out in the weeds? No, I'm I'm generally in the sort of camp of if it's not, and then I don't want to upgrade it because when I've got something flying really nice and something comes along and it's new and shiny, as tempting as it is to sort of bring a new thing along and let's try it out, I'm scared of like losing what I had there because if it does fly really nicely, unless there's a specific feature I'm after, mm-hmm. I don't usually go for it. So the only reason I've been flying some 4.1 stuff lately is that I've had quads that have come in with 4. It's been like oh, what's this VTX table? I'm, I need to fill this in and, and that. So I haven't really looked at 4.2, to be quite honest. Um, again, I've, I've got the same thing. I've got sort of my nice quads on the wall behind me is like, well, these are the ones that fly nicely. I don't want to mess with those. Yeah. And if you use a, a, a crappy old quad, then it's like, well, it's, it's still crap. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to make it better. <laughs> yeah, so it, sometimes it's the case of like, I will just wait and eventually get one on 4.2 by some means and then see what it's like then and see if there's a massive difference. Because it would be interesting just to take a quad and and sort of set it up from scratch in Betaflight, whatever, an earlier version, then go to 4.2 and see what you had to do and see what differences it, it was out of the box and how much fiddling you actually had to do with it. There you go. That's, that's an interesting idea for a video for you. You do that, Lee. I'll watch it. I, I, no, no, no. You can do that one, mate. I'm, 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 I'm way too busy. I'm up to my eyeballs in mini dracks and nano dracks at the moment. Yeah, um, I watch your the whole wing thing. Loving that, loving that drack. I'll tell you, I was flying it on Monday and I finally figured out how to get the miles per hour speed in the on-screen display for the DJI stuff uh, because, interestingly, it wasn't working and. 
I, I oddly couldn't find a video that told you how to fix it. So it was one of those things where I just buggered about until eventually it appeared. Um, and what I hadn't appreciated was for the DJI HD goggles, even though it doesn't use the on-screen display from, uh, from, the, from the flight controller, in terms of the position of all the elements on the screen, it still uses that tab in beta flight or INAV to position everything. And I, and I hadn't um, turned on the, the speed. I just thought it would read it from the telemetry screen, but oh, no, 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 it doesn't do that at all. So if you're listening to this and you want to play with this stuff and you're using it, DJI HD um, goggles, then you've got to still position everything in your on-screen displays as you want it to. Anyway, long story short, finally had the miles per hour on there. Uh, have my the new e-prop all balanced on it. My mate chucked it. We just tested a plane that, that isn't out yet, so I can't talk about it. But um, the thrust angle on the prop was uh, wrong. So as he threw it, it just immediately started to do a massive, great big uh, nose up and, and came around in a big circle and tried to hit us in the head. <laughs> Uh, which was very exciting. Um, so, so when when he threw the drag, I was a bit nervous about giving it full beans because that you know would nearly killed us both on that on that test. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't enough, so he just threw it and it just fell into the fell into the grass. And for those of you that fly wings, you'll know that you'll know what I'm describing. As it kind of gently flopped into the grass, a little piece of plastic went Bing! off the, oh, and I went, "That's a prop. Mm. I've lost half the prop." So sure enough, I had, luckily I'd, I'd taken a really old crappy prop. It was the wrong side. I'd snipped the end off to make it a bull nose and like, you know, uh, shaved bits off to try and balance it, stuck that on the back of it. And even with that really crappy prop, it did 89 miles an hour. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which when it's, when you go over, you know, I, I, I haven't released a video. I was talking to Jack about this in the week, but with the HD goggles in 16.9, Doing ninety miles an hour, you know, low lovely, over the tree. Oh man, it is, it is epic. So epic. Hang on, let let me get this. Enjoy evening. Hello. I've got the nano. So for those of you that have been watching, um, I've actually built this over the last four days. So. Uh, so yeah, the bloody expensive things, and they're and they're no, a bugger, no. they're a bugger to build because it doesn't come like this. It comes in uh, everything is unconnected, so you have to put it together. But Frank, check out all these little three D printed bits. We've got little bits <laughs> to hold the front in. We've got lo a little catch. Nice. See if I can do it. <clears throat> little catch to hold the side bits in. Um, uh, but but I I must admit I am dead impressed with this. Um, the only problem is I thought I was going to get this one because this would be easier to transport than that big. It's not that big, but the mini drac is like a forty inch wingspan. Unfortunately, this nano drac, I got it with the forty inch wings, so it's the same size. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fly them fast. You can't fly them slow, can you? The thing is, they do fly really slow. I try uh, in the oh, video. Okay. I thought, yeah, because um, every time I see someone flying, them, they're flying them all the time. They're flying them so fast. Well, the thing is that the drags do fly incredibly quickly, but if you cut the engine uh, and you just kind of they, they glide really well. Um, and uh, I, but the first 
anyway, this this thing on on uh, on Monday, flying at you know, like I said, with a really crappy prop, about eighty nine miles an hour, over the heads, and in the video, um, I was watching it back because my mate's got his hat cam on. He's watching it. He's my, he's doing my spotting as I'm flying with the FPV stuff, um, and he's like, he's a little bugger because what he does is he's always go on, go on, give it full throttle, give it full throttle. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, we've all got one of those mates at the field, right? And he's and he, he says, go on, Tony, get go on, get, give it the full beat. So I'm I'm doing passes at full tilt over overhead. Hey, and Jay, hello, mate, and and um, oh, and Jay appears. And, and as and as it goes over the top, the noise is incredible, and all you can hear is him and I on the video from the from the hat cam, absolutely killing ourselves, laughing and giggling like little thirteen year old kids, as as this thing just tears off into the sky. Never grow it's, up. You know what it is, and I, and it is just so nice because I have so missed flying under all this lockdown stuff. Uh, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I think lots of us were kind of forgetting what the hobby was all about and what how fun it was. I forgot um, what our side was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think a lot of us did. I mean, I, I like, and I it, I like doing it now. I keep forgetting to arrange to go out on the weekend, but I'm starting to do it again now. I'm starting to go yeah, out. Monday we, was the we first should time ask, I've uh, left the postcode, so... Mm. We should oh. ask NJ we about ask... 20. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. To yeah. Yes, because NJ is an early adopter, early adopter. And likes to be on the cutting edge of tech. The, bleed- the bleeding edge. Like the bleeding <laughs> edge. It's not, not about cutting, it's about bleeding in a horrible heat. Well, on the floor one, one comes after the other, generally, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid so. Like 4.2, is that what we're, we're talking about Ooh. in terms of, yeah. of, of beta flight? But I'm very careful to say that right in front of Curry. I'll trigger him if I say beta flight. <laughs> he starts um, <clears throat> we're not American uh, it, here. <laughs> it's it's been very very good very so i mean i always jump on the rcs just to see what's happening and i've got enough sacrificial quads as i know you mentioned earlier um to to throw as as a test bed for these things and i'll usually put it on a couple so at least i've got some hardware variation to see how how they how they work out and in a long while this is this has probably been the first time it's been very solid right through the RCs. I haven't haven't had any issues uh, right up to release. Certainly nothing I've I've felt the need to jump on and report. Um, so it's been very very good. And I've, the big thing I liked um, was them adding in the ability to add kiss rates or race flight rates because I've always mm. liked the way the mm, stick feeling kiss, kiss works. Yeah, so that, that's that's been a really welcome feature. Um, so yeah, I've got very little negative things to say about it. Mid throw idle thing. Dynamic I've not idle, messed, yeah, I've not messed about too much with it yet. I've just sort of put the feelers out and and seen how things are feeling and checking motor temps and all that kind of thing. Uh, something Curry mentioned earlier, actually, the one thing I always do, especially if I've got a quad that I know flies well, I'll just do a dump, chuck it in yeah, a folder, dump, yeah. and then at least I know if it all goes wrong, I can flash back and and drop that that dump back on um because yeah it's always a little bit of a should i shouldn't i when you've got a, a good flying quad so uh, or you yeah. can just put kiss on your quad and go and fly and it's fine <laughs> oh don't start so that old argument again one of, one of my questions about when you're moving up um a release like that is how much do you have to do it it's always would be great if you could just uh, move your firmware up and just take it out and fly it. And it's like, oh, look at that. It, it flies great. And I think, which is 
I prefer it because nowadays, if you look at exactly how much there is to mess around with in stuff, there's an awful lot to it. If you've missed out a couple of releases, you're like, what is this stuff? So I think personally, the one thing to, that you should make a habit with now is to, with every new release, go and look at the tuning notes for that release. If you just Google Betaflight 4.2 tuning notes, you'll see a whole page with a load of CLI that's tuned specifically for uh, for racing, for fast race stroke freestyle, one for cinematic. Like There's so much that goes into them now categorizing how you might like to fly and then giving you a load of code to kind of give you that help rather than you having to search through and understand every type of filter setting. And really you can just paste that code in as a good starting point. Um, and then I always say the same thing, like go out and fly the, the defaults are so good and the envelope so wide on the defaults now um, that it covers so much gear and flies well, just without having to do anything with the PIDs. I'll, I'll usually do a stop flight first just with the default pids and this tuning code um check things over and then start to to push sliders around and and tighten the tighten the uh nuts and bolts um but yeah there's i guess because i do it a lot i've got a bit of a process to it um and there's certain quads i know off by heart what the ports are and all the other stuff people usually flash and then go oh i didn't take a screenshot of my port settings and it's when you do things like that, it becomes a ball ache. But if you, I think it's good, make a dump of the of the quad and a few screenshots of like your configuration page. So you know your port settings and whether you were running bi-directional D-shot. If you're doing that, how many motor poles have you got? If it's a five inch, it's probably 14. If it's a little one, it's probably 12. All those little things will just mean you can fly through it quickly. Um but yeah, there's also, as you say, a good argument for it flies great. Leave it, just fly, enjoy flying. So, so that's more well, about that's you. good news about the tuning notes because I remember looking at those in past releases, and it was it was some really ancient document that was sort of the very first time somebody videoed something, and it like here's a P oscillation. So if they've updated that, that's that's a good start, I think. Yeah, it's very good. And and the actual amount of code you have to write in, I mean, obviously you just copy, paste, enter, save, and, and you're done. Um, but um, it's well explained now as well. They do, they're doing such a good job of of kind of putting this into more layman terms where things aren't. Even in, in terms of the configurator, the little question marks next to everything, if you hover over them, a lot of them have been rewritten in a very understandable way um, that's not totally too full understandable. On I um, think so. Yes, it can never be. <laughs> oh. um, there's a. I think uh, so. Do you know what I always do? I always do a dump. Forget some sort of settings, and then have to hunt. We know you dump. always do a dump, Jack. Famous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a there's a question here for you. Uh, any advice on putting iNav in a F16 foamy? Uh, yeah, I kind of didn't finish my story before. The, the whole reason, uh, and it kind of relates back to the whole PID tuning thing. Um, I, the very first flight of the track that I did was horrible on iNav. Um, and what I found was that in a stabilized mode, the nose was uh, wobbling and it felt like the P gain was fighting 
the fixed wing. So I, I kind of came back and thinking, okay, I'm probably going to have to drop that quite a lot. It, it, it was quite a slow wobble, so I didn't know whether I needed to increase that. It was all that, you know, kind of messing about that you have to do. And then I happened to watch um, a video, because you, know, uh, you, you guys have had Pavel on here, haven't you? Pavel Spikowski, the INF developer. Lovely guy, Pavel. And Pavel, Pavel's got a really weird video about uh, setting up INAV on a wing, which is kind of answering Lurgy's question, I think, uh, Lurgy's. Because the, the, what, what, in the video, what he says is, on a fixed wing, turn off your P-gain, turn your I-gain down to almost nothing, and use feed, feed forward, the PIF part of the, the feed forward, uh, use that to actually control your aircraft. And I, I kind of, I, I watched the video and, and, you know, from all of the years and years we've all done with PID controllers and setting them up and tuning them and fanning about and midpoint throttle break and all that jazz. Um, the idea of turning the P gain off just seemed completely wrong. But then you think about it and you go, hang on a minute. A, a plane is, uh, and a flying wing is a natural, naturally stable thing. If you don't have a flight controller, you can still fly it, right? So you don't need a flight controller to do a thousand different corrections um, every second in order to keep it in the air, like for a multi-rotor. Because if you didn't have a flight controller and a multi-rotor, it, it would immediately just kill itself and flip death. So the idea of turning it off is great. And that's what I did with a mini drive. That's what I did on Monday. I uh, had a P gain of zero i had an eye gain of four and then the feed forward was what had been calculated from the auto tune and i flew it in something called acro mode so this um acro still uses the pif controller in inav manual completely ignores all the pif settings and i flew it in acro and it was immense absolutely immense so so, Lurgy, what I would do is, uh, if you're going to put INAV on something like an F-16 Foamy that's already uh, reasonably stable, uh, just be aware of that. Have I'm, I'm doing another video on it, but Pavel's got one as well. Let's set it up as you would normally. Tune it as you would normally. Uh, like Frank was talking about before, always do your tuning three mistakes high. That gives you a chance of, of recovering it. Um, but once you've got that done, is then turn the P gain off, turn the eye gain down to about six um, and then keep the, the feed forward at whatever the, uh, the auto tune set it as and fly in acro and it will be immense. Um, it still works for things like return to home because the, the eye gain, what it does is eye gain is there to take a, um, and correct for sustained deviation and what that means is that if you're flying along, rather than being straight and level, if the wind kind of tips you over so one of the wings go down in a fixed wing, that's perfect for eye gain because eye gain will work to bring that other wing back up to level if that's what you're trying to do. So it takes um, all of that stuff into account. And things like return to home, and that still work. So that would be my, bit, my new advice. And literally that's something I've only been doing for the last week um, I watched Pavel's video. First time I watched it, I thought, this is just silly. This will, no, won't work. Second time I watched it, it started to make sense. Third time I actually made notes in my book because I was thinking, I'm, I'm going to uh, – because you also do things Ooh, like turn your out. this little black book. Oh, it's a little black book. Well, it, it's bigger It's bigger than um, – because you've got one as well, haven't you, uh, Jack? You've got a little book with all your notes in. Does that, does everyone not have a little book like this where you put all your really important stuff in? 
Most of yours is Japan. Oh my god, mine's literally got birds' names in, and that's it. <laughs> Mine used to be a lot smaller for that, for that, sadly. But do you know what was interesting about you saying about the F sixteen? The real one, the the real one's actually um, a fly by wire system, so it's all obviously nothing connects. All co- if the computer dies in that, do you know what, they have to actually eject because the whole yeah, thing is completely inherently unstable. So that, that that plane's really quite quite horrible to fly without a computer. Isn't that the same as the Eurofighter? That's got like Eurofighter. Yeah, the there's quite there's quite a few of them now. Computers, same the F thirty five and twenty two and a, a lot of the Raptor. The whole yeah. What about that um, A330? Is that the same? Is the one that keeps going wrong that doesn't fly very well and stuff? Yeah, that's not got all the computers because it is so inherently unstable for dogfighting that you need computers to help. <laughs> Flying into I mean, Tenerife, you know what I mean? To be fair, we don't know its dogfighting capabilities. Well, so absolutely. We it hasn't yet been tested. You're absolutely right, NJ. I, 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 I retract that. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's, it is interesting. It's, it's a lot of stuff. So it's funny you should say that actually, um, Painless, when you're talking about the um, the fact that everyone's just so accustomed to flying or in the mindset of flying fixed wing with flight controllers now, because obviously we're from an old school where those were the new things. Like for years and years, you didn't put a flight controller, had nothing to do with the plane in any form. No, and even, no. Uh, even helicopters, it was very old mechanical, one mechanical gyro. Now, I wonder what trim tabs for are radios now, don't you? It's like nothing nothing (laughs) wants you to use them anymore. That's it. We've got this. I'm just going to say, I've I've actually getting some radio control helicopters in to play with. And and hopefully this, so this will, and uh, all of these, you know, talking about the flight controller thing to pick up on what, because I know you're a a heli pilot of old as well. Um, I'm excited to get them in just to try helis again. Um, But they come these days with all the fly ballast stuff and flight controller stuff already installed. So you literally just like you put your S bus in and you you set your game channels and all that jazz. And one of the main reasons I'm getting it in is because I've had loads of questions from people wanting to know how to do open TX with fly ballast controllers because there aren't many videos about it. But between you and I, I'm actually quite looking forward to getting the helicopter again. Can't wait. Yeah, well, I, I I got one at the end of last year, which is still waiting to have a proper flight. So I, I sneakily jumped on board again as well. <laughs> also quite excited. Yeah. We need we need some kind of association where we go and admit that you know I'm a <laughs> I, I, I'm a heliholic. Yeah, that's uh, it. Secret heli, a secret rotary love. Yeah, a single a single rotor enthusiast. <laughs> There's a project the that uh, Tom Stanton is working on that's a helicopter at the moment that looks very interesting. Um, but I don't think the proper video is out yet. Um, it's because he was a good heli pilot. I remember the, one of the first early videos when Tom barely had any subs. He put some videos up of a T-Rex 700 that he was electric. One of the, He had one of the first ones, first models of it. And he was seeing how many bricks he could lift with it. So it was a, a heavy, <laughs> which turned out to be a hell of a lot as it goes with a whopping great 90 size electric helicopter. But I'm sure if you look old, through old enough videos of his, you'll find this heavy lifting helicopter vid to him. So he knows what he's doing with the helis for sure. I, yeah. I posted a Andrew Newton link 
Um, he talks about Acro uh, for iNav in there, and I thought it was pretty good. I posted that. And I'm also trying to um, trying to see whether we can get Nic- Nicholas Means on, you know, like one of the lead guys from um, from GitHub, and he's a big aviation fan, and he loves talking about plane crashes and all kinds of. He's like one of the most well, interesting guys ever. I'd get yeah, on with him. Ones. I'm a bit oh, of a, an oh, air crash oh, enthusiast oh, as well. I, I, I think, think I do that, Joe. I think you. Uh, NJ, Sheldon, Painless, and Frank <laughs> would just all be trying to have a sword fight in his mouth. <laughs> it would, be, it would just, it would like the show would go on for about five hours. I think. I just, I, oh, and I would just sit there in the corner, just like, mm. <laughs> like. Well, it, it, if you get him on the hook, let me know. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Speaking of crashes and stuff, have, have there been any interest? Yeah, interesting air procs stuff, Frank, that you've read recently. Are you still keeping an eye on those? I haven't I haven't actually looked at the air procs stuff recently. <clears throat> uh, there was um there was there's something oh there was the uh the couple uh that got arrested. Two hundred grand. Yeah, two hundred grand. That, yeah. yeah. Arrest me now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wish that the police did listen to Let's Drone Out so that you could have got falsely oh yeah it's would have been 200 grand uptone we would never have seen you I actually think the lawyers took about 150 it was it was it was a 50 grand award and 150 in legal fees so as usual the lawyers ran away with the majority of the money yeah but fifty grand ain't sniffed at for one night in a slammer. <laughs> no, that. he was. I say that so easily, don't I? Yeah, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way that nobody jumps on that particular wagon with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll send you a cake with a saw in it, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> or a bar of soap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where's the soap? It... Yes, it does. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, so going back to the AirProc stuff, uh, yeah. It, 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 can you keep an eye on them and send me the because re- I, I used to love getting those little yeah. messages from you on Twitter. So when you found the really funny ones, you know the ones like at forty thousand feet, um, you know a drone was spotted um, that appeared to just have two rotors yeah. um, tra- traveling at six hundred miles an hour. I love all those the ones. The ones that are pink and round. Those ones. Mm. Are we it's still on? Snout. Yeah, um, that was it. Yeah, that, it, that was. Uh, I know who submitted that, by the way. Okay, <laughs> and I will write it in the private chat. Just <laughs> good authority. First, yeah? No, yeah. Hang on. Um, but yeah, there's uh, the uh, the July rules that have been delayed to November. If anyone hasn't heard heard yet, have been delayed to the end of December. Three. Uh, but as I think it was Robin FPV pointed out, uh, the uh, 
thing about operator IDs being on your aircraft when you fly them, that wasn't actually part of the July rules. That was part of some rules last year, and it was just that there was an exemption for the members of the associations, so that meant that we could ignore that until July. But that hasn't actually been extended yet. But speaking to the people that are going to be sitting in the meetings, there is a Zoom call planned for the 28th of June where they are actually going to work out things again and actually start talking about stuff because they've been a bit busy with like trying to not have <laughs> airlines go bust and things. Yeah. I love I love the way that curry starts uh, starts with a persistent cough. <laughs> just as start like the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> So, right, Sorry, die quietly. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm socially distanced. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Good thing this is all remote. Um, but yeah, so on the 29th, we sounds like we might well hear that the exemption has been extended uh, for members, but it means there's like three days between them confirming that and us actually having to have numbers on things. Um, if one of these, I still haven't got any numbers on my stuff, so yeah, I'm not bothering just yet. Good information, nice one. Yeah, yeah. Please no, keep me up to date with that, brother. And I, I don't know if anyone's seen. Uh, there was a big furore on uh, Facebook. Uh, the so the drone and sundry guys uh, were having a big powwow on Tuesday, saying that. Uh, this is going to be terrible because there's the new version of CAP 1789 that was uh, released last week, I think just as we were having this show last week. Um, and there's some updates in there. Uh, there's the remote ID that we talked about before when it was updated a few months ago, um, but there's some other ones and they're just kind of a bit worried about stuff. But from what I can tell, I'm not entirely sure unless you've got a PFCO and you're worried about having your PFCO mean anything, I can't see anything that means anything to us. So it's, you know, if you're a pro then, or you care about the pros, then maybe you want to read a bit more into it and write some letters, but I don't quite understand what the fuss is about myself. So we'll see. What was that thing you popped to me the other day about um, sending a letter to your MP? Is that related to it or is yeah, that something that, else? Yeah, that was this. So this was a, a letter that uh, one of them or one of their mates had, had written. Um, so it's it's just kind of saying if you've got a PFCO now, that should kind of be enough, I think, was the sort of general gist of it. Um, but I, I haven't really dug deep into it because i just kind of looked over the updates from last week and nothing sprang out at me like ah this is gonna really affect the area that i know about so i've just kind of ignored most of it <laughs> to be honest. yeah i think i think yeah let's uh, let's all ignore it and hope it just goes so, away and they can there spend was a the time i'm sure people. where i would have gone through every clause and looked at the consequences but the i've yeah it seems so insignificant now especially when it's you know changing every week exactly change tomorrow anyway exactly so i I, i'll wait until bmfa or someone else starts shouting about something and then maybe pay attention yeah 
No, I, th- I think that sounds like a plan. I'm just, I'm just pleased it keeps getting delayed because it, it's a, it's a ridiculous waste of money in my humble opinion. They should give all that money in pay rises to all the frontline staff that have just been putting their lives at risk during this virus outbreak, and yeah. stop putting it in the pockets of idiots stood sat in rooms drinking lots of coffee and tea and burning through taxpayers' money. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Any uh, views expressed yeah. on this show are personal <clears throat> and do not reflect the have, views have of others, even that? though. The majority of us fully agree with what he says. <laughs> no one asked me to read it. There, there was also that, that other data no that, was, that was recently being set up with the uh, contact tracing, uh, which they've they've just thrown in the bin because they realised it was stupid and they should use the one that everyone else in the world is using instead. Um, but yeah, and so that's called Happen. <laughs> oh no, that's dating. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, another good however many million pounds thrown on something that anyone with any sense could have looked at at the very beginning and gone. How much have they spent? Three point something million? I don't know. Too much? <laughs> way, way too much. Way too much. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> And they're, they're worried about us taking planes out of the sky. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No like planes. Bigger, bigger things to worry about at the moment, like there being planes. But, you know. Wasn't there a video the other day? I didn't watch it of a plane flying into a quad flying into a, bi- a, pl- a light aircraft and it got munched up and it carried on and landed or something. I'm sure I somebody, saw somebody mentioned something in the chat about it was um, a, a drone in a helicopter or something. Oh, was it a drone in a helicopter? Yeah, oh, somebody, I saw light, somebody light. mention it. But in, in lighter news, but still kind of on the manned side of things, uh, this weekend there is the uh, armchair air show uh, that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. On Saturday from two till six on YouTube, uh, a charity called Airability um, who help disabled people uh, get into the air. Um, They are holding a a YouTube stream, yeah, from two till six with loads of uh, onboard footage and other kind of unseen footage from loads of aircraft from the past few decades from you know, SR-71s to uh, just kind of like all, all sorts of mad aircraft that you would probably wouldn't see on the airshow circuit, even if there was an airshow circuit this year. Um, they dug out loads of petition and had it donated and stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's something to to look at uh, on Saturday. Hey, uh, look, Zero just put it in the chat. Join versus... Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I will dig out that link. Uh, while we're talking about um, virtual air shows and things, normally um, something I've noticed on my YouTube channel, because the YouTube channel, the behavior on it has been really different in terms of what's been really catching people's attention over the last three months, funnily enough, as the previous however many years it's been going on. One of the things that I've been noticing is that, and I don't know whether you guys have seen it as well, is that the videos of the maiden flights or just being out in the field with your mate with flying stuff or with FPV footage have got really, really good traction. Whereas normally people go, oh yeah, flies next. Um, Where people are actually sitting watching it. And I think partially it's because we have all been stuck in. And for those of us that do live two and a half 
hour hike away from the flying field. Um, it just, there is a little part of you that wants to watch RC aircraft or FPV footage. Um, I think we should all be trying to, uh, anyone with a YouTube channel should be trying to put more of that FPV and line of sight footage on their stuff so, for people to watch. So I know particularly my, my friend, uh, who is disabled, who can't get out uh, because he's in that, you know, that thing where, the, like, it's, is it vulnerable list or whatever it is? You, you're not allowed to yeah. go out at all. Um, shielded. That's it, shielded. Yeah, yeah, because now that they're indefinitely shielded, aren't they? He got the note to say it's not just 12 weeks. He's kind of got to stay in for forever at the moment. Um, and he's really missing not going out to the field and just watch it. He doesn't fly, but he loves that whole thing. Um and I just, you know, there must be loads of other pilots and people in that same situation, not maybe in as extreme position as that, but who mm. just miss just hearing the, you know, the noises and the and the banter and stuff like that. I must have, I need to have a search for some of my field footage and start putting some videos up. Mm. Frank, how much trouble would I get for the ferry video? Uh... It looks worse than it was. Oh yeah, but I mean, you literally have permission. Yeah, you got told it was okay. <clears throat> Are you going to put that up three years too late? Oh, it's outside. Yeah, but it was three years ago. It wasn't three years ago, was it? I'm, I'm exaggerating. It was like to, uh, last year, but this is your editing skills. Like you go and fly somewhere, and a year later, you might or might not put the video up. Fine, I won't. Just having a dig. Just put it up, Jack. It's fine. Where really supportive, friend. Knock the chair out. I bought you this. It's all out. To add to the point, but I did offer to do the editing for your Mavic, not Vavic video, but all oh, you had to God give me spin. was a short voiceover <laughs> of what you did, but you didn't. Arrange your time and I'll do it with you. You don't need to do it with me. Because just I don't know what you it. did. You just have to describe what you did. What, from memory? Yes. <laughs> well, you write some notes if you want. Right? <laughs> and you've got that black book you can go to and have a look in. It was blue, but no. <laughs> For God's sake. I can tell you. I'll do a voiceover if you want. I oh, know. I was there. Why was don't there, you, man. as an experiment, Jack, just send all your footage to Fiverr uh, and find something that says yeah. I will edit a epic drone video for you and see what comes back. Oh my god! No, make <laughs> a good video of a video, but then that's two videos, so that'll be two years. Yeah. So don't have what, a net high out. Twenty twenty three, Jack's videos will come out. It'd yeah. be the only source of entertainment. We'll never leave. <laughs> Yeah, despite Jack not putting out any videos, who's winning on the subscriber count between Jack and Tony? I've still got 940. And I'm on 900. Me then. Yay! Slim lead. I still can't get to 1,000. It just gets to 940 and then goes, crap. Comes, some come back, some go, some go. Oh, it's just... Is it a trend thing that every time either of you release... A video you lose subscribers and the other one gains some yeah pretty much <laughs> um, so i will release a video this sunday and lose subscribers and jack will gain them <laughs> <laughs> yes i'll get a thousand you wait and see 
You're not allowed to buy them. No, I haven't. I've but could on yes, everyone unsubscribe to Tony. <laughs> you can if you want. I don't care. <laughs> I still want to beat him though. So no. <laughs> so the other thing talk about one hundred thousand subscribers. How how many you got now, Painless? You got loads, haven't you? You got hundred and twenty six thousand and change, something like that. Can I have some? But you're <laughs> interesting and and teach people stuff. Mine's just literally just videos, and that's it. You're very I, I, securely a celebrity by the advertising standards authorities me- metrics. Yeah, anyway. hundred thousand. You're a celeb. Are you really? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I know something else with a hundred thousand. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't use that metric. Um, uh, you know. You know. Like we did that video uh, where we. we redid the how to fix stuff blah 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 and oh, yeah. uh, you- can, can we talk about that briefly because it hasn't got many views so for those of you who might have watched the mini air show stuff there was a segment that jack was doing that got a bit crunched with all the the, the timings where jack was talking about how to troubleshoot and fix stuff um and uh jack and i redid it it ended up being about 40 minutes didn't it 40 45 minutes something yeah. like that we did um uh, probably more in the style of this kind of chatty uh, rather than like a, a normal painless 360 video because it wasn't heavily edited. It's just me and Jack just having a chat about stuff. But it, it is on um, on the Mini Airshow website. I haven't published it on the channel, but it's but Jack was actually uh, talking about some really really cool stuff about how he fixes um, multi rotors and how to go about it. So if you if you're interested or you're a bit bored and you kind of want to you know dip yourself into world of multi-rotor fixing stuff for 45 minutes go and have a look at the mini air show site because it's on there actually in the in the agenda in the watch again is that on both your channels so you can get more subscribers no no well, i don't even think my channel's listed in it either did you like the you know the bit when you disappeared did you like the ongoing commentary when you edited it <laughs> yeah i never I heard know, of it yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, so there was one bit where my doorbell went in the middle, right? Because, because of course, the postman kind of lurks at the bottom of the garden, waiting for me to start recording. I mean, you guys probably have the same thing. You kind oh, of you get just phone Jack calls, arranges right? people to come round on a Thursday evening. I'm actually surprised no one's turned up tonight. It's normally pizza deliveries or he's shopping. Yeah, mm. it's the same thing. So in the middle. In the middle of this, as as we're, we're, we've got a really good flow going, talking about I don't know troubleshooting ESCs or something, uh, the f- the thing goes. So I had to go. Oh, hang on, Jack. So I didn't stop the recording. I got to put my headphones down and, and pootled off, uh, and then came back. And there's Jack sitting there with the most angelic look on his face in that kind of I've not been doing anything. <laughs> and we picked it up, and it's only when I edited I realised that as soon as I walked out the door, he was just. He was off on one, completely <laughs> off on one. So it was about five minutes of complete rambling craziness. And I had to get my ass out, start it twerking. Was, oh, <laughs> it, yeah. It, it, yeah, I, I should have known better, really. But yeah, it was, yeah. But I only, but it's only when editing I got to that bit, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. then I said, sit and watch it. That might get yeah. released. That might get released as a bonus for. Uh, a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you won't get monetized from that. But, uh, <laughs> I'd probably get a strike of you know yeah. obscene content. Yeah. 
But um, oh, no, that was really good. To NJ? Did he just disappear or did he say goodbye? I think he got bored. His internet <laughs> died. He's got a yellow light on his router. Oh, oh the dreaded yellow light. Jeez. He's not on Virgin, is he? Mine's white light on Virgin if it's good and green if it's bad. What? Yeah. Yeah, I've got that as well. Yeah, white light is good for some reason. I think red light's worse. Uh, so we should have all been together at the weekend anyway at the um at Western Park, shouldn't we? We all yeah. we all missed out on that. Is everyone going on the rescheduled dates? Uh, everyone booked them out? Mm. It's October, yeah, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, it's, That's like, it's going to be cold and... De- oh, God. If I have to eat Nutella, like, <laughs> snuggled up to Frank for body warmth <laughs> like penguins, whilst, we, whilst our tears freeze to our faces, I'm going to kill, cook and eat Tony. <laughs> what Jack is it's referring to here is a callback about three, four years back to Ragley Hall when there was the British FPV Racing Association's British Championships at Ragley Hall. Um, we went and attended uh, and it was really cold and really wet and miserable and everything had gone away. Nothing was flying. And we were just sat in my car. I was handing out emergency blankets because I had a bag of emergency blankets because I'm me. And everyone <laughs> was the only thing definitely shivering <laughs> and just soaked and eating Nutella out the jar. I think. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going. You've warmed my coffee. I'm going. <laughs> I'm there. And uh, Jack had a go because they, they they were having a go at a freestyle kind of thing. I think was why Jack was yeah. there. But no, because you, you had to go around the course as well for some reason. I can't. Quite yeah, remember. you had to guide me. Like, yeah, I was, I was having to like, tell you go left, go right, go up, go down. No, you're going backwards. Eventually, we yeah. got you around the track. Yeah. And then I qualified lap wise. <laughs> and then the next thing, I got bored and just started freestyling. And then they shouted backwards. at me. Hmm? Yeah. Then they shouted at me. And, oh. Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So, so the answer is maybe, maybe not. And if we do, well, then we're all going to be wearing wellies and, and Parker coats. Oh, it's going to be cold and horrible, horrible isn't it? But it see might, what's going to be happening worth, in October. It might be worth, it might be worth a run up there. It'd be my birthday, so you can all wish me happy birthday if we do go. Yay. That would be, that be, it, it'd just be nice to hang out with people and, you know, no, rather no. than curry house near western park i'm sure Ooh, knows now we're talking now we're talking that's it. i'm i'm going now <laughs> where's my black book Wait, you don't need it anymore are you going to play hide the sausage not for another two weeks i'm just thinking Aww. in october because it will get dark so early so they'll have used up the fireworks by like six o'clock won't they so then we can just go off and find a curry house after that yeah. Or they might put on some kind of night flying stuff, which could be quite fun to watch because that could be a good laugh. It's, it's always nice to watch mm. the night flying stuff. We could or like Jack, fun. Jack, take your fireworks, get some donation, and light your nipples. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Need, like a little campfire and jacket potatoes. Oh, oh. That sounds good. I, I'm actually <laughs> want to go now. <laughs> will curry attend though? 
Will Curry attend? Can we get a caravan at the end of the drive? Soundproof. You've been it in the house for six months. She'd love and it to get rid of you. What's happening around that time? I'm, I'm Sophie's a... never going to go to school again. She'll be too old. <laughs> She's got a I year see yet. no problem. She'll have been employed by th- for three years by the time she gets to leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. and probably be an auntie. <laughs> and if we go. No. <laughs> I just heard that, Jack. Government breeding. If we, go, if, we, if we go, the best thing about going is meeting people who watch us. Yeah. yeah. And then apologising. And then saying, sorry, <laughs> sorry this is my friend Jack. I spent most so of my sorry. couple of weeks going outside trying not to meet people and crossing over the streets and doing things like that. It's, well, it's, a, it's a bit of a mind shift to actually on, meet people on purpose. Let's well, hope it's it's a a particular, back to normal. particular time to meet and greet at the VIP area in the, in the beer tent. Cause we know that's not guarded or anything and you can just wander in. So we'll just set our, <laughs> meet yeah, yeah, there. just set our stall out in the corner. I, say, yeah. I slipped in 50 quid. <laughs> Shut up. Really? <laughs> Did what, for that for that thing where we did in the corner of the, that yeah. beer tent? I know. What a waste of money. It's literally Tony's solution for every event is slipping someone 50 quid. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, dear. That is so funny. Oh, well, my God. Bombshell. Yep. Oh, my God. I can't believe you paid 50 quid for that. We were in there five seconds. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, anyway, that's, that's because we all we all felt bad that we were taking up a quarter of the beer tent because we thought we were just taking the Mickey. If we'd have known you'd slipped in fifty quid, we'd have taken full advantage. <laughs> oh my God! All right, well, thank you. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the actual drone content. We're trying to do more of that uh, because the other stuff that we do sucks. Uh, I've been uh, bright till I fly. I've been joined by my little Tony. Bonjour. Andrew Stash Frank. Bye. The almighty painless C60. Bye-bye. And everyone's favourite, Curry Kitten. Goodbye. Thank you. Good night. Telemetry lost.